You're listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Abby. And I'm Sarah. Today, we're going to check in to see how we're doing with our goals and intentions for 2021. But first, let's catch up on life lately. What's new with you, Abby? I am in the thick of nursing school prereqs. Mm-hmm. The good news is that I only have to take three courses. I'm taking nutrition and anatomy this semester, and then I'll take physiology in the fall before hopefully starting nursing school in January if I get in. But I will say anatomy is really hard. Yeah. I'm really thankful to take it at UAB, where we have access to very nice anatomy labs, including donated human bodies that we get to look at all the structures on, which feels so valuable. And... I will be lucky if I get a B in that class. So we'll see. Yeah, it'll be over soon. (laughs) Yes. That's the good thing about summer. It's really hard to do it in a shortened semester, but it'll be over mid-August. You're almost there. What's new with you, Sarah? I want to talk about the Brood X cicadas, which emerged this year after 17 years underground. They were everywhere. When we went to the pool at the beginning of the summer, it was just covered. My kids spent a lot of time rescuing cicadas from the water. (laughs) At one point, I wanted to swim a couple laps, and I did. And you know you're looking down while you're swimming. Right. And then with the way the water moves within the pool, there was just a collection of dead cicadas partway through the lap lane (laughs) that I didn't realize until I was swimming in it. And I was just, no, too much. (laughs) Cannot swim through dead cicadas. (laughs) No thanks. But they are gone now. We are enjoying a pool with no cicadas and not having the loud buzzing sound. It was very interesting to see them Mm -hmm. and the kids really enjoyed it. But we are all glad that it is over now. (laughs) See you again in 17 years. That's right. Now let's talk about what we've been reading. Abby, what is your latest read? I recently finished the Bergman Brothers series by Chloe Lise. This is a series of three romance novels so far that focuses on a family of Swedish-American siblings. So there are seven siblings, and I think in the end there will be seven books. Okay. Each book focuses on one sibling and their counterpart. I love these books, with the exception of the first one, which I will talk about in a minute. But the second two that I've read especially, the characters are delightful. The romance is very good. They are slow burn-ish, but when they get to the spicy bits, they are nice and spicy. I love the family dynamic. I also really appreciate that the author, Chloe Lise, is autistic. And so there is some good neurodiverse representation. Mm -hmm. And my favorite thing about the series so far is that the third book, which is called Even After Always, focuses on a married couple. And that was really interesting because it was a married couple that's struggling in their marriage at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then the happily ever after piece is them figuring things out and coming back together. And I don't know that I had read a romance like that before. Yeah. So the thing that I didn't like is that there's part of the first book that I do not love how it was handled. And honestly, in thinking back, I think that one would be fine to skip. It's also college student romance, which is not my favorite. It just Mm, feels a little YA-ish, which is not my vibe these days. But it didn't ruin that book or any of the series for me. I liked it well enough that I read the second and third, but I just like the second and third so much better that those are the two that I would recommend. Nice. What have you been reading, Sarah? 
I read The Once and Future Witches by Alex Harrow. This is about three sisters living in the 1890s in New Salem, Massachusetts. People have tried to stamp out witching, but the power lives on and is being brought into the public eye again. Mm. I loved everything about this book. The characters were great. I loved the themes of feminism, feminine wisdom, and the ways in which women have fought and continue to fight against the patriarchy, and how women of color in particular keep the fight alive in ways that are not always recognized by the white feminist movement. Mm. In the book, part of the conversation was about the suffrage movement, so that's how a lot of those conversations came into play. There is nothing I did not like about this book. I would give it a solid five stars. With the disclaimer that I read this for book club and not everyone felt the same. I think there was one other person that really loved it and lots of people were meh about it, Mm. which I do not understand. It comes with the Sarah stamp of approval. It was great, but your mileage may vary. (laughs) I am excited about this. My mom loved it, I think, as much as you did. And so it's been on my list for a while. And then I think I'm reading it in my book club later this year. Mm. So it will be interesting to see what. Yes. The range of opinions is in that group as well. I will be curious to hear. Let's move on to our topic for today, our mid-year check-in. And I will preface this by saying this is the second time we've recorded this episode. I somehow lost my file. (laughs) So we originally recorded this a couple of weeks ago and are here again. And our thoughts are potentially different than they were a couple of weeks ago. So it'll be interesting to see how well what we have to say today matches our outlines. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start by sharing what's happened in the first part of the year that you did not anticipate. I didn't know that we were going to get kittens. And as I have spoken about on the pod before, I feel that this is one of my best decisions ever. Mm-hmm. 10 of 10 would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was applying for a library school. It's something I've considered off and on, but going into the year, I definitely didn't think, oh, yes, I will be applying to library school this year and attending library school midway through the year. Mm -hmm. In our New Year's episode, we each listed things that we were hoping to carry forward into 2021. How have you done with this so far? I think I spoke about wanting to carry forward a deeper connection that we've cultivated within our own family as well as daily walks. I have definitely fallen off the walk train during the summer because our schedule is so different. I am slowly getting back on it and kind of strategizing how to fit that in with work and school and parenting and life stuff. But I definitely feel really connected with my family still. It's in a different way because it's not that all of us are home, which is how a lot of 2020 felt. Mm -hmm. But the kids are mostly home this summer. So there is some of that vibe, which is really nice. Yeah. I was hoping to carry forward reading in the evenings and just reading a lot. 2020 was a really great year of books for me. I think the year started out really well on that front. I was reading a lot and a lot of books I was really enjoying. Since May, I've been in a pretty big reading slump, and Mm. this often happens to me this time of year. I'm not sure what it is about end of school, beginning of summer, changing of schedules. I think part of it might be having less time to myself with kids home in the summer, that in the evenings I want to do more reading of the internet, that that feels really good to check out in a way 
where reading feels like having my brain on a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So I'm not too stressed out about it. I know that it will come back around again, but it is not going really well at the moment. Even audiobook-wise, I listened to a lot of audiobooks at the beginning of the year, and lately I have just felt like, please, no more input. I would like Mm. silence. I feel irritated with an audiobook narrator telling me a really good story because what I want (laughs) is not to be hearing anything. Uh huh. Hopefully, I'll turn a corner soon. The other thing I was hoping to carry forward was being on a good path with parenting, that we had started doing work with a therapist in 2020 and wanting to continue that work with Neil and within our family. I would say we've had our ups and downs so far in the year, but in general are in a good place. We had a check-in with our therapist just before school got out, which was really great to have a good mindset going into summer and be thinking about the tools that we have and how to bring those in. Overall, this summer, we've been really enjoying each other, and I have felt like a calm and confident parent, so I am grateful for that. Let's give an update on our words for 2021. The word I chose was steady, which recording this podcast reminds me of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. both the first time we recorded it and today. (laughs) (laughs) And I do feel like I am having a connection to this word, but maybe in a surprising way. I think Hmm. starting nursing prereqs has made me more certain that I'm on the right path. So I guess I feel steady within myself, even as things are kind of changing and moving around me. My word for the year is joy. Overall, I would say that I have been feeling a deep joy and contentment and gratitude for the life that I am living. When we originally recorded, I was feeling annoyingly optimistic and joyful. (laughs) I would not say that today. (laughs) Feel less annoying and a little less joyful. But overall, I do feel that deep sense of joy and looking for the good and appreciating that in my life. And that has been a really great focus so far this year. Let's go over some specific areas and how we are doing so far in 2021. Let's start with self-care. I'm doing medium on self-care as usual. Mm -hmm. Sleep and movement are meh for me also as usual. (laughs) But on the other side, it is so invigorating to have something going on outside the house that I'm motivated to do other things that also fall into the self-care category for me, like gardening and creative work that's hobbyish. I think Mm -hmm. if I got the sleep and movement sort of in line going forward, that would be good because those tend to be my self-care foundation. And right now I feel a little out of control, like doing so many awesome, fun things, but also really tired. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The other kind of bummer about the summer is that the anatomy lab I signed up for is at the same time as the yoga class I was going to. So that's not happening Mm. right now. But I hope to get back to it as summer winds down. Yeah. Self-care wise, I'm doing well moving my body and eating food that feels good. I could be doing better with sleep. While the summer is going really well, I am noticing myself doing a lot of the revenge bedtime procrastination, staying up late, reading gymnastics Reddit, watching YouTube videos, and doing that in place of reading a book, as I've already mentioned. When I thought about it, though, it really does make sense that the days right now I'm either the parent in charge or I'm working with the way our schedules are, that Neil and I don't have very much time where we're both 
mm. not working where you can do more of that trade-off to each get time to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to me that I am seeking that out in the evenings once my children go to sleep. So I do not love that as a long-term habit or situation in my life, but I am just letting it be what it is for now, knowing that that shift will likely come when school starts again, and I feel like I have a little more space to have that time during the day. Mm -hmm. What about relationships, both marriage and friendships? I would say our marriage on the whole is feeling pretty great. I feel very supported by Andrew regarding school. I will say that school and the travel that we've gotten to do as a family, which in some ways has been really great, Mm -hmm. in other ways, along with the school schedule and the work schedule, has put some stress on us schedule-wise that I don't have the same level of downtime to overlap with downtime with him. And so there's a little bit of a disconnect there. Mm-hmm. But I think we will figure it out. And if we don't figure it out, my classes will be over in August and we will <laughs> restart in the fall yes. with me only taking one class. So that will be fine. Regarding friendships, I am at a point where I have some real friends in Birmingham, which is really fun. Hoping to see them more this month as we'll be home a little more. And also we have gotten to see a lot of loved ones with traveling this summer, which has been really lovely. Yeah. Neil and I celebrated our anniversary back in June, and right after that, I just felt really connected to him. We had such a great afternoon playing games and watching TV, biking to pick up takeout, and just having really good conversations about where we were headed. And inspired by those conversations, we booked five nights in Asheville, North Carolina for this fall, which will be our first extended trip away from the kids. So fun. Very much looking forward to that. Because since our anniversary, I've been feeling more of what you were describing of just, it's not that things aren't going well, but that we aren't having a lot of time to really connect with one another. Mm -hmm. Our schedules are such right now that I am working every weekend day, and he's obviously working Monday through Friday, and Mm -hmm. I'm working some during the week too, and no one's in any camps, and there's just a lot going on. And it's good stuff, but it doesn't leave a lot of room for the kind of connection that we were able to have on our anniversary. And I am hoping to incorporate more of that again once school started and we're in a fall rhythm as opposed to our summer rhythm. Yeah. Friendship-wise, things are also good. I am happy to be back meeting with my book club in person and seeing more friends in person and just getting back into those friendship routines with folks local here in Bloomington. Awesome. Our next category is physical health. With this category, it's another one where I think better sleep hygiene and daily walks would really help with how I feel in my body. Mm -hmm. I was painting a doghouse that we are using as a temporary coop for some new chickens that we got. And my quads were so sore from squatting a lot. So it was just sort of a signal from my body that I've been doing a lot of sitting and studying and Mm -hmm. less movement, which does not always feel great. In general, though, I am feeling really thankful to be vaccinated and also that we have friends and family that are also vaccinated so that we can be together in person. Yes. I am back at Orange Theory and have been for a couple of months, and I am loving it. I really enjoy the feeling that I get during a hard workout and afterwards. I really like being able to turn my brain off and challenge my body for that time. And 
have really appreciated having that back in my life again. I've also been going to PT for my knee to try and figure out what exactly is going on with that. It's a lingering injury. And I am appreciating the foundation it's providing in terms of strength and flexibility and recognizing what I really need to do to be taking care of this body that I have. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things in terms of strengthening different muscle groups and stretching and feels like a whole nether set of things that I need to find time for. And Mm -hmm. I am working towards that, but still trying to figure out how I can best support my body for long-term health and really make that a habit as opposed to something I remember to do a couple of times a month. I hear that. As you were mentioning, being vaccinated, it's felt great to have so many things going back to normal. And I think the energy of the summer with the warmer weather, it has just felt really invigorating to move my body more, both through formal exercise classes, but also just going to the pool with the kids, working in the yard and garden, and generally being active. How are things going with parenting? The slower pace of summer is so great for me and my kids. I love that we do not have to be anywhere and schedules can be so much more relaxed. We've gotten to do the fun stuff like travel together and go to places that we haven't been yet, like the Birmingham Botanical Gardens. It was a little rocky getting started with the summer, sort of Pepper getting used to having less solo time with me, Plum getting used to not being at school, everyone Mm -hmm. getting used to the babysitter we have who is coming three times a week and was wonderful, but now they're in such a good groove. It feels like it's all really flowing. And even with the travel, the kids have adjusted really well. And when we're away, they're enjoying themselves. Sometimes they're a little overwhelmed, but we roll with it. When we come back, they're glad to be home and maybe play independently with their toys in their space a little bit better than they were before we left. Yeah. And I'll also reiterate how awesome it is to have childcare for both of them for basically the first time ever. Sounds very awesome. I had mentioned that we have still been doing some parenting therapy. And I also, before going into the summer, reread some old favorite parenting books for inspiration. Things were feeling really hard towards the end of the school year. And then doing the therapy plus rereading things gave me a lot of inspiration going into the summer. Mm-hmm. Can honestly say that the summer is flying by in a good way. I feel like our kids are having the kind of summer I want them to have. It's relaxed. There's lots of reading, playing outside with friends in the neighborhood. We're going to the pool nearly every day. It's what I remember from when I was a kid, and I love seeing them have that experience as well. I'm not sure if there are fewer conflicts because we have a more open schedule and I am feeling more centered as I'm approaching my interactions with them, Mm -hmm. or if it's because We don't have to be places as much, which is where a lot of conflicts arose when there's less wiggle room within the schedule, but I will take it. It has felt great after the year that we have had, and hopefully we can continue that momentum into a new school year. May it be so. Indeed. How are things going for you professionally? I've touched on this some already, but I am just feeling really invigorated by the possibility of nursing school and potentially midwifery school. UAB seems to be restarting a certified nurse midwife program, and the nursing program Mm -hmm. I've applied to would be the first year of that program. So it's possible that I'll do this first year and then just keep going, Mm -hmm. which would be totally amazing. 
in any case, it's really nice to have something to look forward to. It does make sort of the day-to-day of my current work a little harder, and I got bad news this week, which is that my beloved editor is leaving my publication. She took a new great job. Yeah. But that also makes it feel like it'll be even easier to step back from that later in the fall if I do get into nursing school. So I think it's all going to work out, but right now it, it just feels really nice to have something to look forward to. Yeah. I'm still chugging along, shelving books part-time at the public library. There are some other opportunities at the library I'm applying for, but really trying to be intentional moving forward, keeping that big picture in mind, knowing that I'm adding school into the mix and just trying to think about how the family system will look and not taking on too much. I really do not do well with a fully packed schedule. I find it really stressful. But then I'm also wanting to take on new challenges in my work and intellectually. So trying to think about how to facilitate all of those things is what I'm contemplating right now. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Our next category is creativity. How is that going for you these days? Most of my creativity is focused on the outdoors, rehabbing that doghouse, all the gardening, being outside with the kids. Mm-hmm. I've really been feeling sort of alive doing all that stuff. And it's also a really good balance to school, which is very memorization heavy right now. So the creative movement, the outdoors, mm-hmm. some hiking we've done, just a really nice balance. Yeah, it sounds like it. Neil and I have both been playing the piano pretty regularly for the last several months. It has been so lovely to use my brain in a different way and make music. Mm -hmm. After spending about 45 minutes searching for the lost file of this episode recording (laughs) and realizing with horror that it was gone forever, I went and played the piano for 30 minutes after that. Oh, that's good. It just felt so nice. Just felt like a really healthy way to move my brain on in a different direction. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have appreciated having it there and just having more music in our lives. And I'm so grateful that Neil is playing too, because I think if he was not regularly playing, I would have stopped by now. Because when I hear him playing, I think, oh, yeah, I should sit down at the piano too. And then I'll do it later when he's finished. And it's been just a really nice thing for us to share. I love it. And as always, I love producing this creative endeavor with you, though I love it more when I don't forget to save my file. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Thinking about the near future, what are you anticipating in the second half of 2021, both in terms of general events that you know are coming down the pike and challenges that might arise? I am really looking forward to finishing up the semester, as mentioned, (laughs) because it's very intense. And I'm also hoping that I get into nursing school. Mm -hmm. Kindergarten will start for Plum in August, and hopefully Pepper will get off the wait list at the preschool slash daycare that we have him on the list for. Another fun thing related to traveling as adults without our children is that Andrew and I are going to Chicago for two nights for my cousin's wedding reception. She got married last year. Nobody could go. Mm -hmm. But now that we're vaccinated, we're all going to go and celebrate. And we are leaving our children with my mom. (laughs) Love it. The big changes that are coming will be me starting library school next month. And then 
in September, going away with Neil for five days. Very excited. And in the immediate future, I am really looking forward to watching all of the Olympics. I think part of the reason I am not reading right now is because I am watching a lot of Olympic content and consuming a lot of Olympic content on Reddit. And I have no regrets. I love the Olympics. (laughs) You do. You have always loved the Olympics. Sure have. The biggest challenge will be what I've already mentioned, just trying to keep that balance with adding school into the equation and making that enter seamlessly into our family life. That's the goal. How do you want to be intentional about the year going forward? I am thankful to the pod once again for reminding me of my word. (laughs) I am going to focus going forward on being steady and just keeping things going at a pace that makes sense for me. Yeah. One thing I want to do to help keep that joy and gratitude in mind is utilizing my bullet journal slash planner. At the beginning of the year, I was using my planner and writing a gratitude list every day and then also keeping track of my life, which is very helpful. Mm -hmm. And I fell away from that in the spring, but I am back at it again. And I hope to use that to both keep the things that bring me joy at the forefront of my mind and taking some time to recognize that every day and then also just not forget things that are happening. When I was not writing things down, a lot of things were slipping through the cracks and getting things out of my brain and onto paper just makes it feel more manageable. And I think that will bring me some joy if I can keep up the practice through the rest of the year. Definitely. In our New Year's pod, we listed some specific goals that we had for 2021. How are you doing on those goals? In November of last year, I bought the Calm app, Mm -hmm. and I was saying that I had not yet started meditating, but that I would like to incorporate some kind of meditation practice. Mm -hmm. I still have not started a meditation (laughs) practice. Well, it is what it is. It is. Yep. One of my goals was also around meditation, and that meditating every day felt too hard to achieve, but that I was hoping to bring more regularity to my practice. That has not happened. And I would say my motivation to do that has decreased since the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's lots of other things I'm doing to support my mental well-being. And while I still fully believe in the benefits of meditation, it is just not my highest priority at the moment. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. So let's take a moment to reset. Do you have any specific goals for the second half of the year that you would like to be working on? I would like to keep the walking going, maybe even up the frequency as we get back into a school schedule come August, Mm -hmm. where I'll have more time to either do it with Pepper in the stroller or potentially even by myself. Should be really nice. Yes. And then I hope to just keep connecting with family and friends dear and far. I'm hoping to find a good way to incorporate my PT exercises, and making that a regular part of my life. Most of the other things are things that I just want to keep going, keep playing the piano, keep exercising, keep enjoying my family and my friends. I feel like there's a lot of good stuff happening right now, and I just want to focus on helping that continue. That wraps up our conversation about how we are doing midway through 2021. Listeners, we'd love to hear about how your goals and intentions are going, if you're having a moment of pivoting and resetting in those goals, or if you're just ready to abandon them all. (laughs) 
please <laughs> let us know. Let's end as we always do by sharing something we've been eating lately. I'll start. When you open your browser, ours is set where it has these recommendations from Pocket. I don't know uh-huh. why. That's just the default with very clickbaity articles. Mm-hmm. But this one was about how to make the best baked French toast. And I thought, yes, I do want to know how to make the best French toast. Clicked on it and then made it. <laughs> it's a recipe from the kitchen. And I would say it was good. There were great flavors in it. We used a loaf of sourdough bread from a local bakery to make it, so it felt very hearty. But the overall texture was not as good as regular French toast, Mm. and it wasn't as big of a hit as I thought it would be with my family. When you think baked French toast, what's not to love? But I think the ripped up pieces and the casserole type texture, as opposed to actual French toast slices, made it slightly less appealing. I think this is something I would keep in my back pocket for brunches that you can make it ahead Mm. and then have this really delicious meal ready to serve in the morning. But our favorite way to do French toast, which is make a cream cheese sandwich and Mm. then dip that in eggs and cook it, is the best. But it also requires a lot more of the work where you're standing at the stove and flipping Mm -hmm. it back and forth. Totally. So this gets a point for the ease of you make it, you put in the oven, you're done. Pros and cons. So it won't be in our regular rotation, but I'm definitely going to save the recipe for future use. What have you been eating lately? I found a really great, pretty basic broccoli salad recipe from spendwithpennies.com. And... It's everything that you imagine when you think of a standard broccoli salad. The broccoli, sunflower seeds, cranberries, maybe some red onion, and then a mayonnaise dressing. And it came out great. Mm -hmm. Would recommend. My mom makes one that uses dried cherries instead of cranberries. Mm. So good. Big hit with everyone. Yum. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Sarah, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including what we're reading and eating, in the show notes on our website, friendlierpodcast.com. You can also leave us a comment there or on Instagram at friendlierpodcast or email us friendlierpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly. It is really wonderful how supported I've been feeling by Andrew. I think you bumped. Sorry. I feel like you bumped your mic a bunch on that. One. That was a child that fell down. Do you hear them screaming? Oh, no. I don't hear the screaming, but I did hear a thump, thump it, while you were talking. It was somebody. <laughs> somebody <laughs> thumping. Let me see. Sorry. So children are back from the swim lessons. <laughs> we're so close. <laughs> you can, like, hear the thunder, the thunder of the footsteps.